genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 61, quite possibly the greatest odor-eater minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And we're being attacked by a big pile of shit, Chris. <laughs> <It's not laughs> That's exactly what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not referring to uh, us on this podcast. There's an actual Golgoth in here. <laughs> There's a giant pile of shit, and he flips the table, and he's running around. Yeah, that would be fun. Usually, the the worst thing in the scene would not be the shit; it would be the Miller Light that was sitting over there. <laughs> Same thing, shit. <laughs> what do you think, the Miller Light product placement, or just they were like just buy beer? I, I think yeah, I think it's beer. Maybe somebody drank Miller Light on the set, right? Well, I'm thinking it's probably not a product placement. It was a, probably a product clearance. Like, they were probably able to clear it. Where, okay, like, I'm sure Miller Lite didn't give them money, but they were probably, like, one of the companies that were, like, yeah, we don't give a shit if you put our stuff in this scene. Do you, do you just call, like, Bill Miller? Hey, Bill, you can you think we can have <laughs> Bill Miller? in the... Yeah, I guess. Is there any part of you that thinks that Miller Lite is ran by anybody from the Miller company? <laughs> Not anymore, no. <laughs> was it ever? It was probably some German guy. Yeah, it probably was. All right, so you know what's going to happen now. So I'm going to have to try to figure and run this down. I'm going to guess it was some German dude in like 1880. Oh, well, I just, uh, are you actually looking this up? Uh, I'm going to try, but it's going—you know—it's going to take me a second <laughs> to run it down because I had to go to Miller Lite, which takes me to the Miller Brewing Company. Oh, I was not way off. Uh, 1855. Wow, really? It's owned by Molson Coors now. Okay. Its founder was Frederick Miller. Oh, yeah. I said. What was your name before you changed it? Bill, that's what it was. Bill Miller. Frederick <laughs> Edward John Miller. <laughs> oh, listen. Do you hear a phone ring somewhere? Because I fucking called it. Born as Friedrich Edward Johannes Mueller oh, in Wiedligen, Wutenberg. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I knew I smelled the German stank on this. <laughs> that is because it's I mean it's not that much of a guess to be like well let's see it's beer you know it's like at least an 80% chance it's probably Belgian or Germans <laughs> if it's yeah, from the US yeah. <laughs> I mean it's, it's not hard liquor which might push me more to like the British side of things listen we learned more about Miller beer than I thought we were going to yeah yeah that was a just since I can't remember well, I can't even remember the last time I've had a Miller I don't know um Cobra Kai taught me that light beers for pussies. That's what I was told Cobra Kai. <laughs> Last time I probably had something like a Miller Lite would have been you're just at a party, and that's what they have. When it's, I lived in Philadelphia, in Kensington, it was Budweiser or it was Miller, and that was it. Uh, that's all anybody drank was Budweiser I, or I would Miller. definitely say, like, into the 80s and 90s when I was younger, like, maybe my parents and a little bit beyond there, absolutely. Tons of Bud, yeah. tons of Miller. Um, even Coors. I thought was, that's what I, beer. Coors came up more, I felt like, as I was of drinking age. Right. Coors Light showed up as I was starting to drink more. Often. Coors Light was like the – that was like the Walmart of beers. Right. It wasn't completely – like it wasn't bottom shelf. It wasn't like old Milwaukee or some real shit like Schlitz or yeah. something. Like that when you're poor. If you're on welfare, if you were drinking that basically. <laughs> but like if you were just a kid who was going to get a hold of beer somehow when you were like 18 – it was probably going to be Coors Light. 
Or if you went anywhere that had a keg, it was usually Coors Light, too. Yeah. I think it was just easier to get. And it would be the same story every time. You'd show up, you'd have like a 30-pack of Coors Light, and everybody's like, fucking Coors Light, are you kidding me? They did not drink it, I might add. Right, right. Oh, no, they just wanted to break your balls about it, but they were going to drink it. Yeah, but like, thankfully, very early on, me and my friends had jobs, so we would show up with some quality booze, at least, along the yingling lines. <laughs> Maybe some Guinness. We used to show yeah. up some Guinness. We thought we were cool. The Guinness used to be my one, you know, back in the old days when I still like went out occasionally. Um, if I was going to like actually drink a little bit, that was like my starter. Oh, yeah. That was your go to at the beginning. I would just I would I would usually drink something else, but I would have that be like, all right, give me a Guinness. Heavy. Guinness I, to me is a winter beer where I like uh, Corona's or like um, course banquets in the summertime. Oh, I know. Well, like you, you're drinking a Guinness. It's like putting a coat on. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're drinking a thick, it's a milkshake almost. I remember uh, when I was still in the service, we flew to, we were going to Turkey, and on the way there, we stopped in Ireland, and there was like, how, there was like probably 150 of us on this plane, it was all military guys. We get off the plane at the airport, the airport's like completely abandoned, there's nobody there, and there's a bar there, and it's open, there's like one or two regulars sitting there. This dude sees us get off the plane, and like beeline for the bar. Uh-huh. And this Irish bartender just walks up there. He puts like 10 glasses underneath and he's like, boom, 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 just hits them all and just starts filling them up with Guinness. <laughs> and he just starts putting Guinnesses up on the thing as we're walking up. And he's like, hey, here you go, here you go. <laughs> he's handing them out. He's not even asking, like, what do you want? It's very obvious. Yeah, you're getting it and that's it. <laughs> I think I drank like, and like, listen, at no, anyone who's ever known me knows at no point in my life was I ever a drinker. <laughs> like, even at the best of times, I was never like, wow, that guy can really put him down. It was like, look, that guy's really asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had like, I think I had two Guinnesses and then I drank some of somebody else's. Yeah. Well, this was after like a 14 hour plane ride in which I didn't eat. Oh, right. And I was like, all right, let me get up and get on the, oh my God. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. It's going to take me a little while to walk back to the plane at this point. <laughs> and then we flew like another 10 hours and then went straight to work. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, it, in Turkey, it's like a hundred degrees outside. Yeah, <laughs> out there, no, that like, sounds awful. Like, oh man, it stinks out here. They're like, "That's you." <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> I'm just sweating alcohol. <laughs> I, I'm not a big drinker either. At least not this year, this season. But, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> are you going to put a, a sound effect in there of the bullshit alarm going off? <laughs> <laughs> not this season. I think we only had two. St- or three episodes where I was actually drinking. I was going to say, like, maybe not on the show. That's only because we haven't recorded that much lately. <laughs> <laughs> Don't compare your lack of drinking to my lack of drinking. <laughs> I may have a few here and there. <laughs> I may have the occasional libation. I may have my own recycling can because one wasn't enough. <laughs> I had my daughter come out one night. I was building a pyramid on the kitchen table, and she's like, 18? You had 18 beers tonight? <laughs> Shut up. Nobody's counting. Listen, out of here. that's not good. If your family's calling you on it, that's that's what that's what we call a red flag. <laughs> she, well, I, I was proud of her. She could count to 18. She's only 15 years old. so I was going to say, she's not four. <laughs> that was one good night. That's what that was. <laughs> that was one good night, and I have a good night every night. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a beer commercial. That's what yeah. it like. I know. <laughs> you can have a, a good night every night. <laughs> yeah, but not now. That would be like a, a 1985 year commercial. Right. When you could be like, 
tonight you can go out and get trash, drive around, and find some whores. And like, yeah, they don't make commercials like that anymore. No. Now it's play just like vo- volleyball with no shirts on. Yeah. <laughs> you can play with the boys or the girls. Eh, whatever. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. As long as Listen, you drink, you drink enough of this crap and it won't matter to you. <laughs> You drink enough of this, you'll be willing to go home with Kevin Smith or Sama Hayek. Either way, you'll be good. <laughs> um, you may have noticed that I'm neglecting to talk about this minute, and that's because I really don't like this minute. <laughs> I mean, it was okay, right? The shit monster comes out. <sighs> I understand. The shit monster, it is what it is. See, we're it's... getting a little... St- the shit monster is, what, nine, ten minutes? And we've been going weeks on it now. No, so no, it, but it's really not, monster, because there's like... There's, like, a little bit of, like, a lead-up to it. The Shit Monsters mostly was, like, last week. The, the problem, My problem with the Shit Monster is we're led to believe that it's in some way a threat. It kind of throws some shit at them last week. Yeah. But to see it dispatched in such a yeah. weird way, knowing that there's going to be another dispatch later in this movie that's not unlike this one. Right. I would have wished there was I something don't... just a little more clever to get rid of it. Yeah. Or something, I, I, or they had telegraphed something earlier. It's just a weird way to get rid of this. I honestly f- felt like it was a little goofy, even for you know a Jay and Silent Bob movie. I thought it was a yeah, little. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like yeah. it doesn't quite match the tone of the rest of the movie. No. Like I understand he's Silent Bob or whatever, but like he, he's almost like a little too self confident here. He's like overconfident that he can handle this. Right. Right. Whereas later in the movie, when he ends up dispatching one of the villains. He's just like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, he accidentally does it. Yeah. Well, this is on purpose. But yeah. uh, And the joke the joke kind of falls a little flat. The uh, knocks out big stinks. Is that what he says? Knocks out big Yeah. Orders. I would have almost preferred if, like, because they're trying to make a Molotov cocktail under there. Yeah. I would have appreciated it more if they tried to attack him some other way. And then, like, Silent Bob got backed into a corner, and then it was no choice. You know, maybe he, like, threw, like, remember in a... Is it ball rats where he reaches into his coat and he keeps pulling stuff out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls out like the buzzing finger. He pulls out like he could have called back to that. He could have pulled. <laughs> he could have thrown the finger at it. He could have like pulled something right. else out and it didn't work. And then he pulled out the yeah. spray and sprayed it. Pull out the spray, read it, maybe make a face like, oh, I wonder if this will work, you know, yeah. and then spray him. Yeah. And that's only part I one mean, of my issue. So like he does that <laughs> and the Golgotha goes down like a chump. Part of me is wondering how much this was a budget thing of like, well, we just got to keep it simple because we can't really afford right, we can't know, blow too many up. visual effects here. <laughs> right. He does look good, though. I do like his, his ears moving. and Oh, the Golgotha looks good, especially for a movie from, you know, 23 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. You can see worse things now on, you know, your low-rent cable channels. Sure. Yeah, and then either he shows it to her and then she reads it about, like, yeah, knocks strong odors out. And then, like, the tag on the scene that I guess is supposed to be hilarious is that Jay farts. The fart joke, yeah. The fart jokes, yeah, they can be difficult to land. This one does not land. And um, you told me there was no boobs in this movie, but um, I see some over Jay's shoulder right now. Were were you, I was about to say, were you not here when we talked about this? But you may not have been here. I think me and Sean German talked about it. Oh. That, like, the artwork all over the walls is, there's some random boobs up there, yeah. It looks like the artwork yeah. in uh, Dick Halloran's place in The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> they're black light posters, though, right? The ones behind him? Yeah, they're black light posters at this point. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, Again, they're, they're healthy. They uh, they got all their vitamin D. 
Um, yeah, and we're complaining about the writing because we're, you know, professional writers who wrote movies ourselves. Well, I'll have you know, know that I am a professional writer who has <laughs> written a right. movie. <laughs> I, I, that is true. I, I started to say it, thought, well, maybe, maybe Listen, one of us. if does. the only thing you need to have to be a professional writer is that you wrote something and you were paid for it, there, ergo, I am a professional writer. <laughs> true, true. And we have heard chapters of your uh, book yeah. on this, too. Listen, there's no need to, like, measure my success against Kevin Smith's. Let's, let's, no need to put me in that corner. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the best, but I am a professional. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying my book wasn't at one point ranked, you know, number six million or whatever it might have been. <laughs> you know. But it probably wasn't last. There was probably some other guy in Idaho who, who sold less copies. <laughs> And then uh, this is the moment also where Sama Hayek writes herself out of the movie for a while. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, you guys go on with your meeting or with your mission. I'm going to stay here and and look after this guy. Is she going to get some information out of him? Is that what she's doing? I don't know. How do you interrogate a pile of shit? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you just keep putting like cleaning products on him until he talks. (laughs) Instead of waterboarding him, you're like pouring like Mr. Clean in his face. Or you put them near the drain and just run the hose at them and start squirting parts <laughs> of them down the drain. <laughs> yeah, of course, the real reason is like, look, we've only got Sama Hayek for like four days. So, yeah, yeah. We need to get her out of this movie. We got everything out of her we need it for now, definitely. <laughs> so, more than, yeah. more than she, expected, probably. Yeah, she showed up, she got naked, and we threw a bunch of shit at her, which I'm sure she appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> And like our last shot is literally like just a pile of poop, <laughs> which is just what you're looking for at this point. I'm trying to get to it. Is that she is leaning one. over it? Is that what it is, or it's just no? It's just like the very last shot is just literally the Golgothid, but it's like a, a shot from above. So it it is literally just like a, a flat turd it's on a, the floor. I don't even see that because it's like a split second. Yeah, I'm trying to pause it on it. I can't even pause it on it. I don't know. I keep, oh, wow. Every time I, I just get to hear Sama Hayek say, poopy boy. <laughs> yeah, poopy boy. <laughs> and I'm not, not aroused by it, so I'll be honest with you. <laughs> hey, whatever you're into. Hey, listen, it doesn't matter what she's saying. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> it's like, oh, what, still, it's hard for me to believe that this is all CGI. We talked about it before. Like when he flops to the floor, it looks pretty heavy. Well, I mean, I don't remember because it's been, like, at this point, like, eight years since I watched the Dogma DVD. Right. If they had anything there that was physical. But I will admit that when he's laying on the floor, he's a lot more uh, wet, <laughs> squishy yeah. looking, to say the least. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of the stuff on the floor, especially the stuff around him, is probably there. It's probably practical. Right. Just like the all the poop on the walls was practical. He actually looks a little different, too. Like, they might have made him out of, like, rubber or something for this scene. You know, quality podcasters would have looked that stuff up. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're in a pinch here. That's what happened. We, hey, well, let's no, podcast. Please. All right, bye. No, the, yeah, the pinch was <laughs> that we were like, hey, you want a podcast? Yeah, all right, well, let's start. Oh, do you have time to look anything up now? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> if anyone who's listened to our other podcast knows, by the time the second hour rolls around, little things like research are kind of out the window by then. <laughs> That's not true. I research usually on the podcast while we're sitting here. (laughs) On the fly. Like when I looked up Miller Lite. (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty good. It was educational. I liked it. (laughs) All right. Do you have anything else for this minute? Oh, God, no. We can move on to the next minute and get our heroes 
uh, moving again. But I yeah. feel like we've been at the strip club for eight months. <laughs> we have been at the sturdy strip club for a long time, <laughs> and now it's covered in shit, so it's tough. Uh, <laughs> Listen, this is just a pro tip out there. Um, if you're at a strip club that suddenly gets covered in shit, that means it's time to leave. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely time to get out of it. There's many reasons why it could happen, too, so just keep an eye out for the shit and make a run for the door. Speaking of shit, where are the Jay and Silent Bob in it? We're on DoleyShower.com. <laughs> Go check out our older podcasts. Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy. Working our way through Dogman now. If you want to go all the way back, you can listen to the Burbs Minute. I'm, I would lie to you and tell you I'm going to redo it and make it sound better, but I haven't done it yet. I don't want to keep saying it and then not do it. So, uh, You got anything else, Jeff? I'm going to see if I can get something out of Poopy Boy here. Who's <laughs> Fucking nailed that impression. <laughs>